Welcome, truth seekers, freedom cider, freedom fighters, defenders of liberty, deplorables, lizard people, ultra magazine, all of you insurrectionists. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. The forces of evil are attempting to manipulate us through false propaganda, division, and fear tactics. We are undoctrinated, unvaccinated, unrestrained, unashamed, unrelenting, unapologetic, and unafraid on conservative talk ABQ. KDAZ 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. You can check out my website at its location at freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to playbacks of all my previous shows. You can look at some useful resources. I post some interesting articles on there. You can also download the freedom-friendly business list. You can listen to replays of all my shows on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And if you want to send me questions or comments, I love them. Send them to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And also, if you're interested in advertising, um, we can bring you some business. Email me. I can get you set up. Anyway, so I've been thinking a lot about, I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and they made the comment to me that health care is a right. Now, I think many of you listeners out there that listen to this show probably believe that that's not the case. And I'm going to explain why. I, I thought, well, what exactly is a right? And it's like, I don't think a lot of people understand. So I did a little bit of research. So is America still a free country? The Revolutionary War was fought in part due to the Stamp Act of 1765 and the Tea Act of 1773. Remember the Boston Tea Party? That was all over three pennies that ratted to the pound of, a, uh, of tea. Three, three pennies. America is already well on its way to being a socialist country, if not an authoritarian fascist state, noted by Italian dictator Benito Mussolini to be corporatism and the merger of corporate and state power. We've certainly seen that a lot. We've seen big corporations. Matter of fact, big corporations have even been propped up by the federal government, and little businesses have all been shut down. We saw that over the past couple years. Remember the, the term, too big to fail? Remember Bear Stearns, American International Group, General Motors? the 2008 economic collapse, and today's big tech subsidies. Today, far too many Americans have come to see government as their rescuer in their longing to have every need met by somebody else. They expect government to solve all their problems. And that's a real problem, since everything the government gives us exacts a price from our individual liberty. Not to mention that D.C. draws sociopaths to it like a pile of cow manure draws flies. Those that would like to take away our freedom and enslave us all have made many people believe that getting something free is a right. What is a right exactly? According to an article I found at freerepublic.com, a right is the sovereignty to act without the permission of others. 
The concept of a right carries with it an implicit unstated footnote. You may exercise your rights as long as you do not violate the same rights of another. Without this context, rights are an absolute. A right is universal, meaning it applies to all people, not just to a few. There's no such thing as a right for one person or a group of people that is not possessed by all. This means there are no special rights unique to women or men, black or white, the elderly or the young, homosexuals or heterosexuals, the rich or the poor, doctors or patients, or any other group. A right must be exercised through your own initiative and action. It is not a claim on others. A right is not actualized and implemented by the actions of others. This means you do not have the right to the time in another person's life. You do not have a right to other people's money. You do not have the right to another person's property. If you wish to acquire some money from another person, you must earn it. Then you have a right to it. If you wish to gain some benefit from the time of another person's life, you must gain it through the voluntary cooperation of that individual, not through coercion. If you wish to possess some item of property of another individual, you must buy it on terms acceptable to the owner, not gain it through theft or through promoting politicians that will confiscate it from them and give it to somebody else or give it to you or whatever. You know, we see that all the time. People say, oh, well, you know, the government's going to give me this or the government's going to give me that. And if I vote for this person or that person, then they're going to make sure I get it. I heard a thing today where they're still talking about this student loan forgiveness thing. Forgiveness. What about the people that loan the people to the, the money to go to school? What about them? Well, I guess they don't matter. I guess their rights don't matter. I guess the fact that they had a contract, which by the way, the Constitution guarantees that the government cannot pass any law that would cause the breaking of a contract. I would think that alone, if these people were actually following the Constitution, would say, well, no, we can't do student loan forgiveness. That would break a contract. You have a contract with the people that loaned you the money to go to school. Therefore, you have to pay that loan. So if you were alone in a wilderness, the concept of a right would never occur to you, even though in such isolation you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In this solitude, you would be free to take the actions needed to sustain your life, such as hunt for food, grow crops, build a shelter, so on. If a hundred new settlers suddenly arrive in your area and establish a community, you do not gain any additional rights by living in such a society, nor do you lose any. You simply retain the rights you possessed when you were alone. A right defines what you may do without the permission of others, and it erects a moral and legal barrier across which they may not cross. It is your protection against those who attempt to forcibly take some of your life's time, your money, or property. I got into an argument with someone the other day when they were talking about the health care thing, like I mentioned. Now, 
if this person was referring to your right to take care of yourself as you see fit, then I would totally agree. You have a right to have whatever diet you want, although, you know, if you would look back at, say, the Obama administration, they were trying to take away that right, too, for you to eat whatever you want. And now they're trying to take away our rights to, to eat meat, chickens, cows, because apparently, apparently they fart too much and there's too much CO2 or whatever in the atmosphere from the cows. So, so they are, in a way, they're infringing upon your right for your own health care because eating healthy and eating what you need is part of your own health care, right? Okay, so this is not what this person meant that I was talking to about that you have the right to take care of yourself as you see fit. They were referring to the idea that the government forced on us under Obamacare, also known as the Unaffordable Care Act. This is the government policy that required that everyone buy medical insurance. I'm not going to call it health care insurance because honestly... I, I'm kind of from an old school. I still call it medical insurance because really that's all you get. They're not going to make sure you're healthy. Not only that, but the government also mandated what kind of insurance you could buy. There's that word mandate again, which I've been speaking out against so many times. Mandates are not laws. I do not give a crap about mandates. I don't pay attention to mandates. I don't follow mandates. I can tell you exactly where to put your mandates. If your current private medical insurance policy did not meet the government requirements, guess what? It got canceled. Remember, if you like your policy, you can keep your policy. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Total lies. I know. I was a victim of that. I had medical insurance that I had had for years, which I was paying on my own. I was self-paying. And I know a lot of you may find this hard to believe, but it was about 150 bucks a month. It was what at the time was classified as a catastrophic policy, okay? Because I'm a pretty healthy person. So this was my insurance to guarantee that if anything sudden and really terrible happened to me and I landed myself in the hospital and needed some serious, really expensive care, that I would be covered. Well, that got taken away from me because it didn't meet the requirements of Obamacare. So I ask, how exactly is this a right? We were ordered to buy something we didn't necessarily want. Not only that, but it was definitely not free. In fact, for most people, it was much more. When I went to try to get medical insurance to replace what got taken away from me, it was three times as much money, and it didn't cover as much as my catastrophic policy I had before. Remember how I just said that you may exercise your rights as long as you do not violate someone else's rights? To say that receiving a healthcare service from someone else for free means that someone else is forced to pay for it, either with their money or their time. Doctors, hospitals, and other medical professionals get paid for their services. They have to make a living too. They have bills to pay. They have families to take care of. Being that I am a gun owner and that my right to keep and bear arms is protected by the U.S. Constitution, using the logic just mentioned, shouldn't I be provided with a free gun from someone? Nobody's delivered one to me yet. I've been waiting. I started off this conversation by asking, is America still a free country? 
We have a constitution and a bill of rights that is supposed to protect our rights and guarantee our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Unfortunately, most people have never read the constitution and really only care about what's in it for themselves. One must also fully understand that governments always move in a direction of more control, as noted by former U.S. Attorney Joseph DiGenova. Just look at the politicization of the FBI and the DOJ and the passage of the FISA reauthorization. Remember that? Remember how FISA fraudulently investigated then-President Trump? Remember the bogus documents that they were provided with and they signed off on it? And yet we reauthorized the FISA court. Personally, I think the FISA court should have been disbanded and removed. Remember the bump stock regulations? Okay, isn't that infringement? Various new bill proposals. Let me get off on a side note on that. It's like, okay, the first 10 amendments in the Constitution are named the Bill of Rights. Rights. Okay? Now, from my understanding of everything the founders, founding fathers believed in, rights are inalienable, given to us by God. How is it that a right, as protected in the U.S. Constitution, can be amended or changed or removed? The government has the right, there I am using that word, the government has the right to modify our rights. Uh, how does that even make any sense? Think about this. Remember when Joe Biden said that, well, the Second Amendment is not absolute. Well, yes, it is, Joe, because it's listed as a right. If it's a right, only God can amend it. Given enough time, governments always create a state of despotism and historically, governments never voluntarily reverse their level of control and introduce greater liberty. Although the number is disputed by some, even President Ronald Reagan once noted that there are roughly 20,000 laws regarding gun control alone. And that's just the federal illegitimate laws. So many other laws exist that it's been estimated that the average American commits approximately three felonies each day. This makes the authorities' task simple if for any reason they wish to victimize you. Just ask the Bundy family, Hammond father and son, Lavoy Finnicum's family, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, Michael Cohen, and let's not forget Donald Trump. The DOJ, FBI, the IRS, and every other three-letter agency has been weaponized against us, both figuratively and literally. If the state determines you to be a threat, they will find a crime to convict you of. And unlike Donald Trump, which has billions of dollars and has a team of lawyers working for him, you and me, regular people, a lot of you that are living paycheck to paycheck, um, they could put us away, just like those people in the gulags in DC. I, a lot of people have forgotten about them. I haven't, and I'm gonna keep reminding you of them every single week if I have to. If they decide you're the enemy, 
they'll come to your home, they'll shackle you, they'll drag you away, they'll throw you in one of those gulags, and you may never be heard from again, especially if you can't afford a lawyer. And if you resist, well, they might just kill you. This is the result of complying with every tyrannical, unconstitutional order and mandate. Thomas Jefferson once stated, even under the best forms of government, those entrusted with power have, in time and by slow operations, perverted it into tyranny. Too large a segment of America no longer cares for individualism, free markets, personal freedom, and free minds. In fact, they now mock the very virtues America was founded upon. They may have some ill-formed nebulous notion of ethics that they borrowed from the Boy Scouts, but they basically assert that socialism and communism are as good as capitalism. Or some people actually think it's better. While their reigning philosophy is a mixture of Marxism, identity politics, anti-male feminism, and anti-white racism. As a result of all of this, it is now becoming questionable whether we will continue to have control over our own bodies. What could possibly be more sacred? If you don't own your own body, you have nothing. Remember the vaccine mandates? Remember the mask mandates? Some of us pushed back on that. I did. I said right from the beginning, no, sorry. I'm dying on this hill. I'm dying on this mask hill because I can see that this is the beginning of much more. And I was right. I said that over two years ago. And a lot of people said, oh, Becca, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Well, maybe it was a theory back then. Is it still a theory now? I don't think so. Our rights have been trampled a little at a time for decades. Most people don't notice because it only involved little things that maybe didn't even affect them personally. Remember things like seatbelt laws, helmet laws, smoking laws? Not to mention the numerous infringements on our right to protect ourselves. All those things just went right through. It's like, well, yeah, maybe it's a good idea. Maybe you're an idiot if you don't wear a helmet when you're riding a motorcycle or, or wear a seatbelt when you're in your car, but don't you have a right to be an idiot if you want to? Isn't this supposed to be a free country? Don't you have the right to be stupid if you want? <laughs> I, I say, if you want to do it, you should be allowed to. The government shouldn't be telling you not to. You're only hurting yourself. Now the tyrants are pushing even more. Mask mandates, vax mandates, raids on political opponents, rigged elections, attacks on religious freedom, political prisoners, government-run media, government attacks on small businesses, the list goes on. Corrupt government, corporations, big tech, and big banking are trying to push us all into the new world order in which they think we will own nothing, including our own bodies, and we'll be happy. Eventually, they'll be coming for you, too. So, if that didn't make you happy. <laughs> so, I have a couple of guests in my uh, studio today. I got Corrine Rios back with me, and I also have Ali Aninga. She Aninga. 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 Oh, that's go. a tough one. <laughs> she, you ran for school board, right? I, I did. Recall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so... Um, Wow, what do you guys think about all that? 
I know you got thoughts. I see the looks on your faces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do we start? Where do we start? That's a good so, question. Uh, I just want to start with the rights because it was all about the rights. Rights. What but is a right? What is yeah. a right? And I think what has happened is because we've become an entitlement society, we think everything's all right. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was at a Sandoval County Commissioner's meeting this week, and we're pushing... Uh, to get more, to raise property taxes out there for the libraries. And, you know, it was pushed that we need these services for the people, we need these Wi-Fi, we need this, we need this. And I'm like, why do I have to supply Wi-Fi for people? And people think it's their right to the free Wi-Fi and it's the government's job to give them these things. And, it's, and they have a right to your money. They have a right to my to money. For it. And I'm sitting here going, how many, how, first, how many people even go to libraries? I was just going to ask been the to same the question. Since I was a kid. And then I'm sitting there at the Sandoval County Commissioner's building, and guess what is free? Wi-Fi. It's not Mc free. McDonald's has, well, to the, <laughs> I can plug into it. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but McDonald's has free Wi-Fi. Yeah, right. right. You I know, know, I think Starbucks has free Wi-Fi. Yes, yeah. I've used the free Wi-Fi. You know, you know, and yeah. so I'm sitting here going, but we've entitled people so much to let them, uh, it's propaganda, Yes. to think that they need these things and that's part of the government's job, whether it be healthcare, whether it be a phone, whether it be Wi-Fi, um, and we've created that. Yes. Because the left has so infiltrated everything and everyone to get them to thinking it's your right. Well, it's and through ignorance, people have absolutely. given away. Well, their and it's it's not just the ignorance; it's the little bit. It's the frog in the pot, the mm -hmm. lobster in the pot. Oh, it's cold. It feels good. It warms up. It warms up. And next thing you know, you're boiled. You know, yeah. and and it's little at a time. Now and somebody then you're sent me dipped in bar garlic butter. Yes, <laughs> very good. <laughs> so somebody actually sent me a little meme, and and when you talked about tyranny, it made me think of this. Some people wouldn't know tyranny if it covered their faces, locked them in their homes, enacted the biggest wealth transfer in history, censored them, made them show papers, and force medicated them. You mm -hmm. think they would? You would think. Yeah. But I do think there are more people opening yes. up. Their eyes are, they're not being woke, they're being awakened. And, and I think that's an important difference. And I think what happens too, when we think everything is a right, we really dilute, dilute what our rights are. And mm -hmm. nobody has any clue of what our rights are under the Constitution. Right? To get a loan, like you were talking about the loan forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting here thinking loan forgiveness. Okay, what is forgiveness? If somebody's committed a sin, it's, it's forgiveness. Sure. Right? So why do I have to... Do you, you understand But there's the, still restitution. I know, but I, it's not my loan. <laughs> no. <laughs> is what I'm saying. They're, they're trying to make it a moral issue. Right. And it's really not a moral issue. Correct. Right? It is for, forgive them. Forgive all these students for what? I have to forgive for them? To school. <laughs> no, for, for their yeah, inability. Somebody should. No, it's for their own inability to not adhere to a contract because that was a contract you were talking That's about. That's a contract. That's exactly. a contract. And so I have to forgive them for their own moral failures in that See, and, and it, bad decisions? And like I mentioned, according to the Constitution, the government is, it's, it's against, the it's unconstitutional for the government to pass any law that would make somebody break a contract. Correct. Okay, well, 
What exactly is that? That's breaking a contract. But it's forgiveness. And if you don't allow oh, that, yes. Rebecca, it's you are unforgiving. That's I'm, They're trying I'm, to make it a yes. moral issue and trying to, to get us to sab, sob and cry and feel bad for these people. Because when you hit the emotional part of people, oh, yeah. they look the other way well, they or they don't want to do guilty. anything. Bingo. It's like you should feel like a horrible person. You're awful. You don't want to forgive them. They're dead. What's it's wrong like, with you? Shame on you. <laughs> so I have... I have student loans. I've had student loans. I do I too. Started, and I'm, I'm struggling to pay I, them off. There you go. There you go. And here's the problem with the student loans is they, the government has given you this student loan, but they're charging 6 to 8% interest but, you know, every month. And so my, even though I've been working on this, my debt is twice as much as what I started out with. Mm -hmm. And so there ought to be something that says, yes, you can get a student loan and yes, you can pay it back, but we're not going to charge you so much interest and it's not going to be compounded monthly instead mm -hmm. of annually to give that person the opportunity to actually pay that. So I understand the pain yeah. of the person who took out the student loans. Trust me, I understand that. I actually was a teacher and worked in... Um, public service to pay those off. I did the income-based repayment. I mm -hmm. did the whole, because if they yeah, said, I did that the too. government said, if you teach for this amount of years and if you work in, you know, service, public service, we'll forgive your loan. Yes. Well, they sold the contract, mm. okay? And then when they sold the contract, they consolidated it. So I have to start all over again. So now I have to pay these student loans that have been accumulating for this 10 years that they told me would be forgiven if I oh, gave Oh, is that back. what happened? And so now I'm still oh. paying because they screwed up. And See, why isn't the government coming helping people who are doing right? Right. It always seems like the government is helping people who are doing wrong mm -hmm. or who have this entitlement attitude. And that's across the board, even with single moms who are trying to get out of this system of dependency. You know, they, they, they don't really help them. No. And we know why they don't do that. Right. But this is the problem with our, gov our, our government. Well, the today. government enslaves people by that's giving what them it is. just enough mm -hmm. to get along mm -hmm. and just enough it's, it's into, to not try to do anything better. So they stay at that, that at that point of just barely hanging on well, forever. And, yes. and that's the whole point of the living paycheck to paycheck. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because if you're only living paycheck to paycheck, do I pay the gas? Do I pay the, do I get gas? Do mm -hmm. I get milk? Do I get baby food? Which we'll talk about. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's that whole keep me hanging on, give me just enough to survive. And, and it doesn't give them, they, the government does not give people the opportunity to get out of that hole. They want to keep them in that hole so they can enslave them. And you know what? A lot of getting out of the hole requires some tough love. Absolutely. You know, hey, what? You got a year on this welfare or whatever, and then you're off. Right. But politicians don't want to do that. No. Because when they start enacting some tough laws, enforcing the laws that are already there, uh, and start morally uh, getting people on the right track, you know, it could cost them their careers. But we have such uh, politicians who are career politicians, they won't do that. Just like torque, re torque reform? Torque. Torque reform? I always say torque. Torque reform? Who's going to vote for that? Who's going to vote for term well, limits? Look who's in the legislature. We've got lawyers. Exactly. We've got teachers. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, CEOs of uh, nonprofits who benefits from the laws that they make. Exactly. They do. Right. We do not. And that's why we need 
to elect people who are for term limits. Yes. We need to have term limits. I mean, our governors have term limits. Why do, why do our legislatures not have term limits? You know, your politicians limits? that have ambitions of a career as a politician mm -hmm. are never going to vote for term limits. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one, one question I always ask politicians uh, or people that are wanting to run for office, the question I always ask them is, why are you running for office? And if they say, well, I've always wanted to be a politician, it's like, I'm not going to vote for you. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I, I want to I vote. want power. Yeah, yeah, I, I want, want money. Power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to tell you that. I, I want fame. They're yeah. not, they're not going to tell you that. Right. No, there are a lot of people that have run for office. I, for one, have run three different times, twice for the school board. Uh, this last time I ran for school board, just to have uh, a conservative that was running in my district. Um, bad year for me. My dad passed. My mm. mom got COVID. I had to take care of her, and it was just all during that election cycle. Mm. But I wanted to have a conservative name, and the nastiness that I got from people because of my my views, my stance. Yeah. And it's not because I want to be a politician. It's because I promised my students when I left teaching, I promised them that I would fight every day for the rest of my life to save them seriously, to, to improve their education. Because what I saw when I was a teacher was the worst education system I've mm -hmm. ever, ever been involved in, even as a student or a teacher. And it needs fixing. It doesn't need changing. It needs fixing. I don't know the only way to change it at this point because the education system is so big. Uh, I don't know about you, Ellie, but uh, I pulled... I don't know if you know about me, but I was a teacher as well mm -hmm. 20, 30 years ago, and I saw what was in there, and I pulled my kids out. Yep. And the only way, I think, now to revamp the whole thing is to everybody pull their children out because it's run buy money, and when you don't send your children to school, the school districts don't get the money. And how these people get the power is with the money. Everything follows the money. Yes, and the money should follow the child, it should. not the administration. Okay. So we're at the 30-minute mark. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. And then I want to get into talking a little bit about this Alex Jones thing, how he was sued, mm -hmm. um, okay. and about how his rights have been violated, in my opinion. So we'll be right back. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214. Or on the web at Perkins Protection training.com. 
After 45 years in the same location, Los Ranchos Gun Shop has moved to 6621 4th Street Northwest in Los Ranchos. New space, new inventory, but still committed to serving the safety needs of our guests. One block north of our old location, but still filled with no pressure. Locally owned and operated, proud of our commitment to service and community, and happy to support Talk Radio KDAZ. Freedom Speak. I am your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I'm here with my good friends, Kareen Rios and Ali Eninga. All right, I got it right. (laughs) Anyway, so we've been talking about uh, what is a right, and we've been seeing a lot of rights being violated. especially for the last couple of years, honestly. I mean, rights have been violated for decades, but it was something that, well, it wasn't really affecting me, so I didn't really notice it all that much. There you go. But now it's affecting all of us. Now, I saw this thing uh, with the uh, trial of uh, Alex Jones, in which this family is suing him. Now, they already apparently got a lawsuit against him for like over $4 million, and now another lawsuit for like another $45 million. Now... So Alex Jones has a lot of enemies. I, I actually think the four point one million was in compensatory. Okay. And mm-hmm. then the forty nine. Now, what does compensatory mean? Um, compensating for their loss. Okay. So, because he said this, they're going to give him some compensation. How for, is that Alex Jones' fault that exactly. they had a loss? So that's what the jury yeah. decided. So they were going to give him the compensatory. This this is an amount to compensate for your loss because I said this, okay? Uh-huh. Punitive damages is for the emotional side mm-hmm. of it, the pain and suffering that you went through because of this. And so the jury had awarded, what, 49.5 I, I million? I would be able to, I they would be willing to endure a lot of pain and suffering for $49 million. He, I really would. Well, yeah. Where but they wanted They wanted 149.5 yeah. because yeah. that would make up to $150 million, mm-hmm. which is what they originally asked for. Um, but there's some issues with the the actual amount that they were they were given because it broke Texas laws. Well, I think the cap what I was reading was $750,000. There was a cap on it. Yeah. So they, right then and there, you know, if you can't even follow your own Texas state law, there's something wrong and maybe somebody's using this for another reason uh-huh. instead of just for the good of people, right? Yeah. They they're using it for for their own agenda. And what do you think that agenda might be? To shut up people. Oh, especially Alex uh, Jones. Absolutely, to shut up people. Absolutely. You know, Alex Jones says a lot of things that people don't like. Mm-hmm. Now, personally, I think his First Amendment uh, guaranteed by the First Amendment. I think he, he has the right to say whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really do. And it's like, well, you know, it's like, yeah, you may not like what he's saying. And if you don't like what he's saying, then just turn off his show. Don't listen to him. But, you know, the thing is, is the... The things he was talking about, these, these shootings, these school shootings, things like that, um, I don't believe, from everything I've seen, I don't believe that he ever said, well, it never happened at all. Now, 
I don't think I ever remember seeing that. What he said, and I, and I saw some really compelling evidence, which I, I feel looks legitimate to me. He was talking about how these things were orchestrated as a means to generate uh, support for taking away mm -hmm. the Second Amendment. And yeah. he was talking about things like crisis actors. I saw the photos. They certainly looked legitimate to me. Yeah, they've got the same people. What you mean by crisis actors is they have the same people that go to different things and report or are there or in, or are involved in it, like yeah. David Hogg. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like somebody, somebody being at a at a at a, a one of these incidents, and they're showing in which their their legs are blown off or or something horrible, and then you see them yet in another picture at another event in which their legs have returned. That's mm -hmm. like, oh. Same person. Same yeah. person. And the pictures, I mean, you look at them, I mean, I don't know. And you know what? They look here pretty it, This is where I'm me. at with the whole thing. I don't really care what he said. I don't either. You know, and, and maybe we're getting off track here. And he said this, he said that. Is it true? Is it not true? I, to me, it doesn't really matter because we're getting the focus off of his free speech. Right. He can say whatever he wants to, whether it is truth or bad. not. Right. Really? Th all, that, that is the essence of, of what's going on here. It doesn't here. matter if it's the truth. It, 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 you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't. We are like all... somebody can say that I'm really, really tall. Yeah. Corinne. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 you see how dumb this is? It doesn't matter. I'm not going to go sue you because, you know, you, you weren't telling the truth. That's his right to say those things. That's people's right to call us whatever they call us on the campaign trail. Right. That's their right. Well, and it's my right to believe you or not. Correct. And so, Absolutely. You know. And you know what? My children have gone to war to protect that free right to do that. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is that we get all in our feelings and we want people to get so offended that we, we are diluting free speech because it's not free speech because it offends you. That's totally wrong. Yeah. You well, know, and that's what's happening today in Canada. I think that within the last two weeks, they arrested a gentleman, and it's been on, it's a, so, been on social media. Um, the Canadian pol police went to his home to arrest him because he said something on Facebook. I think it was about the LGBTQ community, and they arrested him because he offended somebody on Facebook. <laughs> that's where this is going. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's where, and people don't want to open their eyes in Canada. This is happening just north, mm -hmm. and it's the same uh, thinking that's going to be here. And the thing is, is if it's they manage to take down Alex Jones yep. and sue him for every cent he has and completely bankrupt yes. him and shut him up, that's going to set a precedent. And it may not be like in Canada where the police are there to literally handcuff you, mm -hmm. but there are other ways to destroy people in this country, and that's exactly what they're doing to Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There are other yeah, ways wanna, to do it. He's, he's been doing this for more than 20 years. And a lot of the stuff that he has said has actually come to pass. Yeah. So, I mean, he predicted famines. And, you know, I mean, of course, that's in the scripture. But he talked about it 20 years ago in a very specific way. And that is happening right now. So a lot of the conspiracy theories that we hear are now conspiracy fact. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it is. And so, um, you know, you really have to be careful about what you look at, what you listen to, and you have to use discernment. A lot of people do not discern Correct. the right 
from the wrong. Right. And the scriptures tell us that, you know, good will be bad, bad will be good. Things are upside down in this country right now, very upside down. And we have to be aware of that. But I think when you're so um, separated from the Lord in your own walk, he says in his word that you cannot discern evil from good at all. Right. And that's where we are in this country today. People are so wrapped up in themselves. They have their own issues because we all have issues. Let's not, right? Everybody has issues. Yeah. But when you don't overcome those things and you're in a constant state of sin mm. and a constant state of anger or a constant state of something, whatever it is, drunkenness or, or whatever, anger, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you cannot discern. And that's what he says. I wish I had the verse. I can maybe find it on the, on the break, but you cannot discern evil from good. And I look at people and they just like cannot discern nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, how can you not see? How can you not see closing down churches as a bad thing? Right. Because God blinds them for reasons that you know, we don't know. You know, that got me thinking about something that how, how I said that rights are inalienable and mm-hmm. given to us by God. If they manage to take God out, bingo, mm-hmm. rights go away with it. Bingo. Because then there are no inalienable rights. Well, if you, if you don't know God, no God, yep. If you don't know God, how do you know what your rights are? Yeah. But if you don't know God, you know, you could do whatever the heck you want because you're not being held accountable. Right. And that's why a lot of people don't want to give their lives to Christ because a lot of them don't want to give up the life, uh, tr- the life things that they're doing in, yeah. in life right today. The physical, the, yeah. the temporal. Yeah, exactly. Except, uh, and not the spiritual. And I think that has a lot to do with our, our government. They ta- they've taken God mm-hmm. out of it, you know, the separation of state, you know, and, and uh, church and state. Um, and even the flag, not, yeah. I mean, even the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, they've yes. taken that out. So it's not just in the spiritual realm. It's also in the, in the realm of constitution. Right. They've taken it all out. So we are ignorant. Yes. Well, and <clears throat> if, you, if you think about it right now, our constitution is what uh, has been termed as hanging by a thread. It is, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be one person. It's not going to be Alex Jones. It's not going to be Michael Flynn. It's not going to be any any one person. It's going to take all of us, we the people, to wake up and say, wait a minute, our rights are being taken away one little tiny right at a time. Yeah. And that is through the laws that they're making, right? And well, and the mandates. We talked about mandates. Mm-hmm. How mandates aren't laws and people believe that they are. And it's, you know, I still see people wearing masks yeah. and putting them on their children. And to me, that is child abuse. Yeah, yeah. me too. It's, yep. it, it's abuse yep. to them, not only physically because it's a, uh, potentially going to cause them to have medical problems, but it's abuse to them psychologically. And spiritually. It's preventing them from interacting with people in a normal way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I, I, I think, you know, this is just those of us who are waking up, because I was so busy for so long, raising children, homeschooling children, and I didn't really like history. I, I really, truly didn't. It was boring when I was in high school, and I didn't like it, but I'm learning that the history... There's nothing new under the sun. It repeats itself, but we're not teaching real history in the classes to our young children so they can, rec- they can recognize, uh, you know, there are some things to, um, uh, to unfreedom ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how to say it any better. Listen to this. On freedom. Right, there are stages for unfreedom, right? And it hasn't just happened here. There are six phases to unfreedom, but we're not listening. We're not listening, laying the groundwork. That's what the Democrats have been doing for decades in this country, since I know the 1960s, but I'm sure before that. Then there is manufacturing propaganda. That's been on the rise in this country. Then there is agitating the masses, Mm. agitating the masses, and then uh, wanting to take over our institutions. Isn't that what Obama did? Oh, absolutely. With healthcare, we've talked about this over and over and over again. When you take um, uh, any type of a system, it is for control, Mm -hmm. right? And then you have it forcing conformity. What was the masks about? What was the mandates, mandates about? Control. Forcing, right? And then they, they want to do uh, buybacks, you know, buy back your guns. They are trying every in every area of our lives to get us to have no freedoms at all. And why people don't see this, um, I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. So look at the places that have defunded the police, that have gun control laws. Look at Chicago. Yep. Worst, worst city, I think. I mean, it's a beautiful city, but it's got the worst crime rate. But it's right? also got the strictest gun, gun control, control laws. Exactly. There is, uh, and I saw this years ago, but there's a town, and I believe it's in Georgia, and every single, it is a law that you have to own a gun. And when you mm. go into the town, 3,000, 4,000 people, when you come into town, it says every, you know, post the law. Every person is. Where is this? It's in Georgia, and I can't remember uh-huh. the name. It's been years, but I just remember that there was a, a reporter who had gone to a prison and said, "If you went to a town where everybody, and it's posted that everybody has to own a gun, would you even stop?" And they're like, "Hell no," you know, because I don't know if they they you know got a gun, and I don't want to get shot, so I'm going to pass that town by. Well, definitely. isn't that what so the why, Japanese why said? Why are we not doing that? Isn't that what the Japanese said after they bombed uh, Pearl Harbor? We're not going to go over there because behind every blade of grass is an American with a gun. That's right. right. Hello, people. Get your guns. Yes. Because why do they need guns? Can we just jump to that part? Sure. Where our our government agencies are stockpiling guns and ammunition. Millions of rounds. Millions. And it's been happening since Obama. And just recently, the IRS, (laughs) right? How, you know, what what are we going to be paying for? 87,000 new tax aid? Uh, 87,000 new agents. And, and, but yeah. these guys are going to be holding guns. Did you see that? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's part of their job description. They, they, yeah. they have the to I, carry. Not just the IRS, but all, uh, you know, you can and they pretty can much make every three-letter agency you can name. Yes. They all have millions of rounds of ammo and thousands of guns. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that out there in New Mexico? Did you know that? Think about that. Our government agencies, right, let, can I just say a few? Sure, go for okay. it. The Department of Health and Human Services. Why in the world would they need guns? Okay, what about the Department of Veterans Affairs? Why do they need guns? So here, here I was thinking about this. Wait, wait, okay. wait. Oh, oh, Small ahead. Business Administration. Right. Small Excuse me? Ex- yes, they have guns. They <laughs> the have SBA. spent. Like I said, it's a three-letter three letter, uh, bureaucratic organization. Every yep. single three-letter government agency has guns and ammunition. Get this. Millions of rounds. Department of, of Education. Yeah. Why do they need guns? Are they going to go force people to go to school? <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to go force those teachers to teach CRT in the schools? I don't know what the point is. Here's the Hmm. thing I was thinking about about this. It's like when I took concealed carry training, it's like one rule that we follow is that you never point a gun at anything that you don't plan to destroy. 
Right. Now, on top of that, you do not carry a gun unless you are willing to use it if you need to. So why are these people all carrying guns? Because they think they might use them. Exactly. They're getting ready. It's like you don't cooperate. You know, and we don't say nothing about it, right? We stay silent and we don't do anything or uh, raise the alarm bells. Well, that just gives them cause for the next stage. Yet they want to, to take arrest away our guns. For not paying your taxes so somebody could have free Wi-Fi. That's right. Or, Ellie, they're going to come, Department of Education is going to come knocking at your door because you didn't pay your student loans. <laughs> this is just That's open. That's like, what, you're not going to pay up? Exactly. Okay. That's Sorry. done. You've had 10 years. Can't We're done it. with you. We're going to forgive these people. Can't get <laughs> But they're coming after Turner. you. Can't get blood from a turnip. <laughs> the, the Department of Interior uh, agency spent 4.4 million on guns and ammunition. Why would the and they are to manage America's natural and cultural resources? Why would they need guns? This is ridiculous. Oh, it's totally. You know, my husband told me. You know, my husband's uh, an encyclopedia. The EPA. My husband exactly. Guns too. My my husband is a is a is this an encyclopedia? And he told me this a couple years ago, and I'm just like. Okay, what's it have to do with me? And now that my eyes are a little bit more open, I get the whole picture. The Department of the Treasury has guns. Yeah. The Department of Treasury. The Bureau of Engraving and Printing spent nearly $100,000 on firearms. People, something's coming. They are massing uh, the government to take over. So do you know why they are so afraid of the Second Amendment? I'm going to read Absolutely. it. Absolutely. A well, the first four words, yep. a well-regulated militia. militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Mm -hmm. And they are yep. infringing on that right. And they are trying every single day with every single thing. Oh, we need to get rid of nine millimeter guns. We need to get rid of AK, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Joe Biden referred to nine millimeter handguns as yeah. a... Uh, a high-powered weapon right. and stated that they need to be taken away from us. Right. Okay, so I, somebody else I knew the other day said, oh, well, they're not trying to take away the guns. It's like, what do you call that? Yeah. That's yeah. like what, you want to take away the 9 millimeter handguns, which is the most popular handgun when in the country? When they say yeah. take away, that doesn't mean take away. What does that mean? You're not trying to take away my gun when he says... You're trying to steal it. To, <laughs> well, I mean, you're, whoever you were talking to says they're not trying to take it away. When he says, we're going to take away your guns, yeah, he Beto, said it. you know. But see, there again, it's the indoctrination yep. that has been going on for years. And the propaganda. And a lot of these people, and including my friend, which I just totally don't understand because actually my, my critical thinking skills were also were inspired by him many, many years ago. And it's like... There's something really strange that happened when Obama was running for president. I don't know if you guys noticed this also, but I certainly did. A lot of people became just really entranced and brainwashed <laughs> when Obama was running for president. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, well, I but, don't, but we have to understand that what came out of the Obama were a lot of people who opened their eyes because we hear it with Candace Owens and yep. we hear it with yeah. a lot of people who voted for him and, you know, the veil was lifted off mm -hmm. for them to actually think. So I think Obama having to be in there is part of the greater picture. Oh, yeah. It's part of this start of awakening. But wait, I have one more. Oh, go for it. Department of Agriculture spent $1.1 million on guns and ammunition. The Forest Service stocked up on 
22 rifles. The National Resources Conservation Service signed a $10,347 contract with Wild West Guns. Now, all of this is going on. Remember when we had an ammunition shortage? Mm. I was going to say that. Do you know why? Now we this know is why we went. had the ammunition shortage, people. Mm -hmm. Because exactly. your government, with your tax dollars, is buying guns, buying ammunition. And stockpiling. And stockpiling it. Right? Why does the Department of Agriculture need those things? Well, because it's a fact, Corrine, uh, that these ammunition manufacturers, they are required, okay, by law, to sell the U.S. government as much ammunition as they want before they can sell it to anybody else. Jeez. So, if, so if, the, if the U.S. government buys up every bit of ammunition Correct. that they have, yep. well, then we don't get any. Bingo. Bingo. Well, Here, you want to hear well, some more at the know, Smithsonian? And I really, really question whether or not that's constitutional. Well, you know, yep. the Department of Agriculture needs it because of that manufactured corn. It might come to life. They may need their gun. Yeah. I'm joking. The Smithsonian bought approximately $42,500 of ammunition. This is a museum, right? Uh, uh, am I missing yeah. something? I, I the think mu so. Museum. Yeah, what are they going to do? You know, if, if you, you know, I watch the news on a regular basis. When's the last time you ever heard of a, anybody of the, of the employees of the Smithsonian Institution ever shooting anyone? Exactly. Look How at this one. How many times have you heard of the EPA uh, shooting someone? So, so, so do you think so that the Smiths... why do they need so all that? Right. Because they're going to give it to somebody else in the government yeah. who's right. run by somebody well, they're, else. They're, you, know, you know those $18,000 toilets. Yeah. So I'm wondering so. if all those liberals out there who really want to take away your guns have a problem with their own government having these. Right? They want to take our guns away. Yeah. So all you liberals out there who want to take our guns away, do you have a problem with your government and these agencies having all this gun? Bureau of Fiscal fi Services spent approximately 672000 on ammunition and firearms. What was firearms. the name of that one again? Bureau of Fiscal Services. What the heck is that? Exactly. And why do they need... <laughs> these are all administrative yeah. types of organizations right. within our government. Yeah. Why do they need all this? Right. I mean, it's just amazing to me um, why people don't see this, because we don't know about this. You manufacture uh, George Floyd stuff. You manufacture this to get our, my, our, our thinking off of what's really going right. on. Right, all of the distractions. Then that's what they do. Yep. Exactly. And you know when this whole ammo shortage was going on, yes. I was questioning that and talking about yep. It's like, well, where is all the ammunition? And you heard all the stories. Oh, well, you know, the supply chain got yeah. broken and, and, and we sold a lot of ammunition. No, that's not the reason. It's not and the I, reason. And I never really totally bought that explanation. Yeah, me neither. And now we know why. Now we of know course. why because this, this really yeah. started under Obama. All of yeah. these buying the ammunition and did. the guns right. uh, under Obama. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you look at most of those um, three-letter, yeah, most of those were invented under yep. Democrats. Oh, I forgot this one. Social Security. Approximately 61000 for ammunition. Why would our Social Security Department need ammunition? So people, what we're really trying to get you to do is just think, right? Because my 13-year-old asked me the other day, we're, uh, we're learning about North Korea, and she asked me, Mom... Do you think they teach them what to think or not to think? And I said, sweetheart, they teach them what to think so that they don't think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, funny you should mention Obama. There's a clip I want to remind everybody of. Mm -hmm. Hey, mm -hmm. uh, Michelle, why don't you run clip four for me? I want everybody to remember this one. And we're going to grow our foreign service, open consulates that have been shuttered, and double the size of the Peace Corps 
by 2011 to renew our diplomacy. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. So, enforce objectives. Does he ever say what objectives those are? No. What's interesting is, you know, some people are talking a that Biden is this puppet. So, absolutely, he didn't. Obama didn't get that civilian force while he was in office. So, guess what? We've yep. got a civilian force with the IRS. Eighty-four thousand new well, agents. The thing is, he carrying people, guns. I I don't know how many liberals that I talked to that said, "Oh, well, he's not going to do that." Well, why did he say it then? But no, he did do that. Because, like we said, starting with Obama, all of this ammunition and firearms started mm -hmm. getting bought, bought up by all of these agencies and spread throughout them. Mm -hmm. That's He did do it. He actually did do what he said he was going to do. But we were so busy, we weren't listening. With we weren't the distractions. With the distractions. And how does this, this come down to New Mexico? Because what happens at the national level, if you've got somebody who follows the current administration, more than likely that's coming down the pike for us in New Mexico. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Because there will be no pushback for the federal overreach for New Mexicans. And that's why it's real important that we understand what's going on on the national level, yeah. because it's a microcosm of what's happening here in New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico is, and I've heard it all over the state, this is like the Petri dish. Absolutely. You know, every, anything that happens, federal government, it's going to come here and, and our, then it'll spread from here. And our so. governor, current governor, uh, she is just a puppet as well for, oh, yeah. for what uh, the national and Biden administration, oh, Obama yeah. administration, and all the left, progre uh, left progressive liberals. It's coming. Well, those it's of here. you out there that are saying, well, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter. And it's like, well... You know, if you think about all this stuff that I've been talking about, the stuff we're talking about today too, about how they're basically amassing a civilian military in these agencies. Okay, if we reelect MLG and the federal government keeps marching along the way they're marching along and they end up, I, we're going to see some serious yes. tyranny in the state. And if we do not have state officials in our state that are going to like representatives, stand up for us. You mean? Yes, representatives. Yeah, and even the courts. If they're not standing up for us, the sheriffs, the courts, the governor, if we can get it. Although, you yeah. know, I'm not real impressed with the candidates so far, but oh well. You know, we got what whatever. we got. We got We it. could go on a whole show on that, yeah, but let's not. I, it's like, you know, <laughs> just just hold your damn nose and vote for the weatherman, okay? Well, That's all I can say. So in speaking speaking of that, we need to make sure now there's one sure way that you can get your vote counted. I'm going to throw this in there because I am a big fan of this you person. You got two minutes, quickly. Larry Marker yes. is running for land commissioner mm -hmm. as a write-in candidate. If you yes. want your vote counted, write his name in there, Larry Marker for land commissioner, because your ballot has to be hand counted if you write in that name. Ooh, Did you know that? I didn't that know that. True. So yeah. if yeah, you... write in. Yeah. Ooh, we need to talk about that. Yeah. That's, so that's so that is one way to yeah. make sure that your vote counts yeah. is to write in his name because that ballot has to be hand counted. And then, too, we also need people to vote down the ballot yes. because so often just the top two races get voted and then people forget to vote for the rest. No, you need but, to do your research and yeah. see all the down ballot candidates. Uh, yeah, yes. we have to do yeah. that, you guys. Yeah, as a matter of fact. And I'm going to throw it in because I think we need to take a quickly. break here real quick. Yeah. We need to vote on Election Day. Yes, we do. All right. So anyway, so we covered uh, the, um, the all these agencies stockpiling guns, ammunition. 
scary stuff. We've been stuff. talking about government overreach. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about what is a right, mm -hmm. okay? You guys need to know this stuff. Now, in the next- Hey, do the government have rights? No, they do not. Ooh. So, in the next hour, we're going to talk about the Gestapo raiding the uh, Mar-a-Lago, mm -hmm. Trump's, Trump's home. And uh, we'll be right back. Sake. 